Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 54. <laughs> you, you never. No? Never. No, no, no. You're right. Oh, okay. You just never seem confident. Nope. I'm ready for you to just like get one wrong and, and just be so like it's 57. And then you're, you're going to be like, nope. no, it's 62. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing. I want you to be like really far off one day. Right. Just be off. Off like, like episode one oh two and you're <laughs> right. like it's sixty five. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Case, how you doing? I am good, Jack. I am a little tired. Um, I just finished a workout, so I'm a little tired, but I'm excited to talk about today's stuff. And that's it. Stop with your face. How are you, Jack? I'm good. Still a little still still school. So that's not great. You seemed a little bit grumpy when I came home today. Were you grumpy? I feel like you just always think I'm grumpy. Oh, I do not. I, I feel like it's been more days recently that you think I am. I'm not like grumpy, but just like there's a whole like group project thing. Like I'm in a few of those right now and not, I mean, if any of them are listening, there's nothing wrong with the group members. It's the projects we have and mm. just kind of how we've been thrust into uh not unfortunate, but just situations that we're not, I'm not really prepared for. Oh, okay. Okay. So you just don't seem like your normal, like kind of happy go lucky self. So which your favorite month is coming up October where it's sports, sports, sports. It's my, it's my least favorite month. Oh, I was going to say not really a big October person. I'm not not a big Halloween person. No, no, not Halloween. I mean, October for sports. October for sports is good. Yeah. Because it's like my least favorite. So I'd imagine it would be yours and dad's like favorite. Oh, yeah. Baseball playoffs, football, hockey, hockey basketball. It's a it's a lot. It's pretty aggressive. October's aggressive with the sports. But yeah. I think we earned it. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. Besides that though, I'm um, I'm ready for the show. I've honestly not that I'm not excited for the movie challenge, but I liked the like because usually we do like a game or yeah. like some kind of gimmick. I feel like this is a little more straightforward and I kind of I like this idea and like the conversations we're going to have from talking about the Emmys and we have some upcoming I did movies and then you had a couple did you do movies too or did you I did do movies but then I have some TV shows too that are coming up but then I was thinking we might want to put them in case people well I guess they could always write it down themselves when they hear something but I was thinking we're just going to be throwing out a lot of dates like I know if I heard that I'd be really overwhelmed oh I didn't I didn't write down dates oh okay okay great it's just upcoming it's yeah this year right yeah kind of thing oh okay so within the next couple, i guess if they're excited they can look it up yeah. right yeah and then we'll also talk about the emmys and our two uh top 100 movie challenge movies yes because the only way we could do this movie challenge is have one slightly uplifting movie and a downer i don't even know which is which because they are i left it ambiguous yeah ambiguous? that yeah okay sure sounds good you some, know what some it a- sounds good ambiguity yeah <laughs> we're all about the big words over here we are except for was it last week that i I just or i think it was two weeks ago i just like you said big words and just oh yeah my brain was not 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 up to it that day no that's okay we all have those days so where do you want to start uh let's do a city of god Ooh, i know a little pump fake there uh city of god 2002 uh directed double double direction in this one uh fernando and i hate not fernando um, but the two L's, like I could never f- figure out Camila Cab- Cabello, Cab- I, I, it always confuses me. Right. Uh, I would say 
Mar- Morales. Okay. Mar- Morales? Morale? I should have looked it up. That's okay. And uh, Katya Lund. Okay. So dub- double director for this one. Funny enough, a really fun fact about this movie is that the director, because of the intense nature of the story and how uh, before it was made, it didn't seem like something that people would be interested in. He funded the movie himself. Mm, I didn't know that. He couldn't find investors and he was doing commercials, so he had money to bankroll this movie. But it's also one of those movies where it doesn't look that expensive, but I think it's intentionally that way. Well, yes, because of the go ahead with thing and them. Yeah, so uh, two Rio de Janeiro brothers have very different paths on their minds. So we've got. They're not brothers, they were friends. What? Well. at like the beginning, there's like there are the two there brothers. There are brothers, yeah. The but two main the two main the characters, two main characters, are, just characters are just friends, yeah. Uh, so one goes into the photography world. I know. And then drugs, yes. and gangs. Yes. So I mean, I don't even know where to start with this movie because it might be the most violent movie I think I've ever seen. Or, you know what? I wouldn't even say violent. So sorry, I'm gonna take the back. It's not that it's more violent than others' movies. It's so realistic violent that it was really hard on my heart. Like it's um, so it's about the slums. It's City of God is the name of the place they all live, and it's just it's the way that they have to survive. And it really brought up so many for me anyway. I was like, wow, you really get to see in this movie because it is so realistic and it's based on a true story of how privileged uh, we have grown up and how other people, what they have to do to survive. So as hard as the movie was for me, uh, because at one point I was like, I don't know if I can finish this movie. Um, I actually was pushed myself because I was like, if these people lived it, I have to be able to just watch it and just be in it. And and I did get super into it. Let me tell you, though, don't get invested in any characters because they're they're most likely not going to make it. And there's a lot of, I would say, side stories that sometimes it was confusing. Like so when we first met our main character, Rocket, he was a kid and then you see him older but you kind of see a whole bunch of groups of them. So you're not sure who's uh, for some reason I had a hard time with like who was who and stuff like that. Not because of their storytelling. Their storytelling was excellent. It's because my brain had a hard time with like, this is them young and this is them older or whatever it was. Like I was having, I was having a hard time with like names and whatnot. So, cause it, it's a fast paced movie. It's, um, it's really intense. Uh, there are characters that do not give a shit about people or anything animals. Like it is, it is a hard movie, but it's really well done. Mm -hmm. Like it is, it's beautifully shot too. Like it is like, I know the, the, the cinema, I don't know if it's cinematography, the colors change for the story. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, it's like this yellowy, like this is when they're kind of in, um, like it's it almost looks like a desert with these homes these like every home looks the same and yeah these kids are just they're just I don't know thieves and drugs and guns and you know there's rape sorry but there's like it's everything bad that you can imagine and then they end up going to this like the city or part of it and it changes to like this bluey kind of is it bluey it's like a it is definitely it's definitely darker yeah and that is very representative of the time because this kid rocket who's i mean he's just 
he just wants to be a photographer. He wants to show the world what is happening. He wants to be kind of like a photojournalist of just being able to take pictures and show people what is happening in Rio de Janeiro, which was crazy and beautiful. Like the beach scenes. Oh my God. It, I mean, it looks like a beautiful place. Yeah. Not where they lived, but the other scenery looked beautiful. Yeah. Like in the actual, like the favela was, was not, not ideal. No. And like just the, cause I remember I had to watch this movie for school at one point, and I just I don't remember being as violent as it was. Yeah, like it is like every which way, even like not the first scene, but when they go to that backstory of the three the trio, yeah, the trio, yeah, and just I I think it was like the tone setter in my mind of like okay, so these three people who were in not even cahoots, like they were working together to pull off these crimes, yeah. And then we see how they just can turn on each other on the drop of a dime. Well, it's just survival. I mean, that's the only way to describe this movie. It's just you're doing what you can to survive. But you do one thing wrong and you're like, you're done. Like, there's no second chances in this, you know. Um, I think for me, the one of the hardest scenes is, so these kids, like, they're literally like, nine to maybe 11 12 years old and um there's so there's like gangs of of drug dealers well there's two main ones really Mm -hmm. because the one gang wiped out everybody else so there's just two main gangs of drug dealers and so these kids were i can't even remember what they did now oh my gosh but they did something and they ended up getting caught there was two of them and the leader little Buck, what is his name? Oh my god! I'm uh, that little, he changes it to Zay. Little little dice. Yeah, little little dice. Yeah, but, but he, I think then he changes it, it to just, little Zay once okay. he's the leader. Yeah. So when he he catches these two little kids, and I'm talking little kids, okay? Yeah. They might have been like eight, like they were so little, and he basically shoots them in the foot, and then hands the gun to one of his his young protege people and it's like pick one and shoot them and the kid does and I was just like oh my god but but then again I kept telling myself this is how they lived this is it so I have to keep watching yeah it's also this movie made in 2002 is also representative like it was the 60s 70s yes. And early 80s yes 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 so I I hope things have been improved for them yeah. because that was terrible and they had no like police they just paid off Yep. There was, um, like, yeah, so it was just, it was, cha- was kind of chaos, but when Little Dice guy or Lil Zay was in charge, there really wasn't as much violence because people were scared of him. Yeah, and he also made sure to keep a low profile because he saw what it was like when the police were always around. Yeah, I mean, so he, he did, was... He did pay them off, but yes, he also just kept a low profile. Yeah, but the... The story of Rocket is pretty beautiful. Like it is a really just that he could have fallen into that. And he really when he got his camera at the expense of a friend, but the friend, you know, gave him a camera and then ended up he ended up dead, too. But and then he got an internship and he had taken pictures of the gang and he thought he was going to get into tr- or no, sorry, he left um, when he brought it into the newspaper and he, and he said, can you develop this film for me? And the guy was like, I can't. And the f- other photographer was like, no, do it for him or whatever. And then the pictures got developed and I guess they were just sitting on a desk and a reporter there, this girl took the picture and and put it on a newspaper, like the front page. So Rocket's like, well, I'm dead now. Like I've just taken like I've 
given here he is this yeah. is what he looks like and all and his gang members yeah, right out of them but they loved it because they thought it was notoriety they're like yeah take more pictures of us so that was like that was scary because i was like well now he's gonna end up dead and he's like i can't go home now like that's it for me mm-hmm. and then but because of that because he got his picture on the front page then he ended up getting like a job and he was you know so kind of had a happy ending yeah it, it's hard from this like and and it's because you are outside of rocket there's pretty much no i don't want to say there's no characters because there's so many people but it just kind of turns into the gangs like you're yeah. not I like necessarily the, paying attention i like the second guy to uh little bucky i can't remember is the one who got killed at when he was trying to leave they were having a, a going away party with yeah him. which is like what it's i i think well obviously we don't know exactly what happened in these scenarios but like it's a good representation of like once you're in this world you have to commit one way you either have to stand pat and just hope for the best or you have to join one of these gangs in hopes of protection and you you can never leave no like you're 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 in it for life like because he tried to leave he found he fell in love and he was everybody loved him he was the calmer of the two of them because the other guy was like like he was just so crazy um and then he was like i'm leaving we're gonna go out on a farm and then yeah he ends up not being able to do that because you don't get to leave which i think this movie did a great job of you're just the whole time you're thinking okay rocket's doing this he's doing that he's doing everything he can to get out but as you see like every every time there's a glimmer of hope the movie just snatches it away and says no he's not the movie's trying to tell you the whole time he's not getting out yeah no matter what he does no matter how much he hasn't committed right to this life he's not getting out yeah this isn't what's this this is the life that's meant for him yeah because of where he was from i know poof it was a toughie it won some academy awards though right or it was nominated actually i think it was nominated for four there was yeah i was gonna say in like big one like director cinematography yeah cinematography i can totally see it's funny i don't know what happened to me in 2002 like i clearly did not watch movies in this era of like you know you guys would have been babies and i don't think i watched anything because i hadn't even heard of this movie until this poster Mm -hmm. so um so you don't want to talk about the opening scene with the chicken no thanks i'm good it as much as like it was terrible and awful yeah a beautifully shot and like really cool with like following the chicken running also hilarious that they were just like shooting at it yeah yeah just yeah we just shoot pretty like and i'm not usually one to be like ooh, i don't want to see that but like the way they were just like taking apart the chickens was like no it's a little much so that was like the very opening scene so i will like i watched a few seconds and then i had to fast forward i'm like i'm not gonna watch a chicken get like yeah they they're not subtle about no 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 it was and you know what that's fair that's how they live i'm not i just don't want to see it my eyes and my brain don't need to see that so i just i zipped i zipped over that part it was i mean it's only the very beginning when they're showing the names and stuff so it wasn't that long yeah yeah and i guess just for me to tie a bow on it is just not only are you going to get thrown into this world and you're very it's not difficult to be in it like it's it's easy to get immersed in it the way they built not only the characters but just the environment around them is amazing yeah no it is yeah and once again for a movie that like doesn't have an a-list actor Mm -hmm. i just it's one of those things where you're like 
Yeah, I guess you you don't need that. You just need a good story. You need a good story. And for me, it helped that it was based on a true story because I think if that was fictional, I don't know if I would have been as invested mm-hmm. um, because for me, it would have just been made up. Is this really how it is? Or is this just like a made up story for, for as violent as it was? I don't know if I would have been invested if it was just a fictional story. So I think for me, it helped that it was it was tr- based on true story. Right. Based mm-hmm. on true truth. Truth. All facts. No speculation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get to our second movie, which you have absolutely zero notes on. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Up 2009, directed and co-written by Pete Doctor. Tells the story of Carl as he travels in his flying house with Russell, the Boy Scout, to travel to Paradise Falls, the dream destination of his late wife, Ellie. Yes. And just I don't think there's any other way to start talking about this than just the first 10 minutes are the most devastating thing in the world. Yeah, I wanted to crawl into a dark hole and not talk to anyone, even though that would make me more sad. (laughs) But it is just heart wrenching because even though it's not the first time I've seen this movie, I know what's coming. And it is still just the most heartbreaking, devastating start to any movie. Well, and I think it really shows like. So like these two fall in love and then they they have this dream of going to these falls and they start a little a little like it was like a like a piggy bank type thing, but like a jar of money. But then life, you know, a car breaks down or a house needs fixing or just life just takes over where you have to keep dipping into it and you never get to to that dream, that goal. And I think that is is devastating. But they had a beautiful life together. Oh, yeah. Right? It's, it's not incredible. like it was over in a year. Like yeah. they had a a whole life together just for us it got boiled down to minutes yeah and it was like okay and now she's gone and you know he just kind of sits in his house like what is what is he supposed to do what's he supposed to do because he didn't get to go to his his dream place with her i wrote down that the beginning was sad and unforgivable (laughs) i don't know why they do this to children but it's also one of those things it's it's the formula of Pixar. But usually Pixar does this in the more subtle later on in the movie type of way. Yeah, this is the beginning. They couldn't have kids or they tried and then they couldn't. And so that was sad. But this is all done in like a montage of like, it's not like, like it's a montage. It's not like scene, scene, scene. It's like, it's just music and you're just inferring everything that's going on. Well, no. it's not hard to infer. So it's like. Okay, so they were excited they're having a baby and now they're crying in a doctor's office. Like you can, you know, and then they didn't have any kids. So you could, you know, you, you, piece underst- it together. you can piece it together pretty quickly. I am I am shocked that it's a kid's movie because besides the balloons and the pretty, like, you know, like it's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, I guess it's also just the, the cute journey he goes on. So he... he Meets Russell, this Boy Scout who's missing one badge. Yeah. Which, like, immediately... I didn't think this the first time I watched it, but I watched it and just went, nerd. <laughs> good, It's good on him to commit to that. It's obviously a kid's movie, but um, they go on this, like, really cute journey together. There's a bunch of balloons tied to the house. It then starts to fall into the, like, okay, this is a kid's movie. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But we had to get the sad part out of the way. Yeah. We meet Doug the dog. Yeah. Doug. Doug. I, again, that's one of those things where like I didn't think about it until I looked up this movie and that Doug is just D-U-G. D-U-G. Not Doug. Yeah, not like an O-U-G. Yeah. Just, just like Doug. Yeah. And he can talk. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just the whole... I just I can't help but be sad. Yes. 
I think it's just because of the way it was started, right? Yeah. So three of the things that really jumped out to me, the whole like spirit of adventure, mm-hmm. the, going back to the Charles whatever guy that was on the movie, and then even as they meet, the first thing he does is go on an adventure. It's to walk across this beam to get his balloon back that says spirit of adventure. Right. Which he falls, and as he's recovering, she'll, she floats in a balloon with spirit of adventure again like a little note on it yeah um uh what else so yeah the the balloons obviously not even just being tied to the house but it's floated in when he's recovering when she's in the hospital Mm -hmm. it's balloons there's balloons everywhere they're simple they're pure if you don't tie them down they'll go on wild destinations and it's just it's one of those like it looks great but it also, again, throws in that little deeper meaning of, like, this is what's always around him because they have the balloon stand. And it's just, I feel like there's not that many scenes without balloons in them. Yeah, right. Yeah. Because no. then even even there's the hot air balloon. Yeah. Yeah. Just balloons. Balloons. Do you not, you don't remember that? Yes, I remember it. Are you sure? With all the dogs? Stop. <laughs> um, another thing was Carl and his obsession not obsession his connection to the house where once it's being turned into a ball like the area all around him mm-hmm. he just he sits outside and he's just like don't touch my mailbox right it and it's because he's preserving this relationship he's making sure the furniture is all in the right position well because they made their mailbox with their handprints and it's yeah. special to him right mm-hmm. and even i found it so devastating that he talks he calls the house ellie and he right. talks to the house as this as if it's his wife yeah like, yeah it like is she's just around yeah right? which she still is because she has the adventure book and at the end she like writes the little note that says like thank you for this adventure now go on another one right that's like man. there's just a lot of messages though of like you're never too old to stop adventuring mm-hmm. and life's gonna throw shit at you but you gotta keep you gotta keep moving you gotta keep going forward and you gotta keep you gotta keep fighting to you know, have a good life. Mm-hmm. Even Kevin the bird. Like, they just have these little things in there that make it a kid's movie. Right. But it's, yeah, but it definitely has some undertones of devastation. Yeah. Even like Russell with his dad, like, because his dad isn't around as much anymore. So he's hoping if he gets this badge, yeah. which it, his story is hilarious because he just knocks on this old guy's door. He's just <laughs> like, I just want to help you. Like, right. If I help you, I get this badge. Yeah. And then obviously he's fine with going on this adventure because it's new life experience or whatever. Yeah. And all he wants to do is get this badge and not because he wants to actually have it. It's because he wants attention from his dad. dad. Like it's terrible. Yeah. And then uh, there's one point when Russ is falling asleep and he's asking Carl. So he's like, oh, can you make sure? I think it's I think it's the bird or the dog. It's one of those like make sure they get back safely. He's like, like, do you promise? He's like, yeah, he's like, cross your heart, mm-hmm. which is what Ellie said to him. Right. And it was one of those like damn that's just such good writing full circle moment yeah and for him it's that realization of like okay i'll do this because yeah like it's gonna it's gonna bring back that memory of her yeah (sighs) like exhausted now kind of it's just it's just such a draining movie i wonder how kids feel about it though it'd be really interesting to know if they understand because i feel like a lot of kids movies has the adult undertone because if we're gonna have to sit through an hour of a movie (laughs) you better make it fun for us too 
you know, like Shrek's like those are funny, but this one is has like undertone of just devastation of like, wow. We're... Yeah, that, that's, it, I definitely remember it being more fun. Yeah. It's definitely so, not as fun. So now. I wonder if that's kids aren't picking up on it and they just see pretty little balloons and happy man and, and a and dog. dog and, and, well, probably it's probably still, oh, it's funny because he's a grumpy man. Yeah. Right. And then, oh, there's <laughs> he's the a grumpy kid, old man. And then there's talking dog and then there's Kevin the bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe. The ending, like, I don't know, it just, it's whatever. Like, even the, I guess, the reveal of it, like, bringing the Charles guy back. It's one of those, like, I know you need, and, like, you need a conflict of some kind. Mm -hmm. But it's just one of those, I wish they spent, like, a little bit more time. I just didn't feel like it fit in with the story. With the story, yeah. Like, it just kind of felt jammed in there. Like, oh, we need an antagonist. Uh, that guy. Right. (laughs) Felt, felt very like forced find find one off the street yeah uh that's that's all i got so let's let's get more happy i guess okay let's talk about let's talk about the emmys listen you guys i love award shows i think i've said it multiple times on here i don't know how people do like i just love them i just they make me happy i love red carpets i love seeing what people are wearing i love the awards i love speeches like i just love them i'm i'm down for three hours of awards okay like it doesn't face me in the least this is kicking this they say this kicks off award season i don't personally think it does i think golden globes if that happens is what it kicks it off because the emmys are really just tv now tv is incredible now i I would argue tv is better than movies now 100 percent. we were just i was listening to quentin tarantino on dax's podcast and dax was trying to say that like tv is like really in the last couple years has made it's been better than movies and then uh, quentin tarantino is obviously going to disagree so it was a fun little banter but it's tv is pretty great now so we had and it we haven't had an in-person like a real award show right like in a while the oscars was that in person well it was like a weird in person though like it was a very limited people right like where they were like you could see everybody because they were all just at their little tables like no? at, at this or at the oscars at the oscars they were in, that was beautiful though the set and stuff right yeah it just didn't feel like the Oscars. Like, the Oscars are usually in a big theater, yeah. right? So it it was definitely felt, felt like a smaller award show. Yeah, this one felt a little more like we're getting there. We're not quite there, but we're, like, we're, we're so close. Yeah. We see the light. Um. So, I felt like with this night, though, the the if it was your... If you are the winner of a drama, like, you won everything. And if you're... Like, there was just, like, a few main shows um, that won everything. It's, it's why it's, they should almost, like as the not committee but as whoever like runs the show i feel like i know it's supposed to be a surprise to know but i feel like they should know who wins everything before and then set up the show i guess it probably wouldn't be as interesting for people but if you like yeah like if you're saying okay so and so wins they win this this and this yeah uh, that'd be kind of like if you if you were not a main part like if it was like a writer or something you'd want that moment though you wouldn't want it to just be thrown in there right yeah. i don't know I, I just i feel like there's a it's probably not that way but i just feel like there's a better way to break down like even if it's if you get everybody has their award and has their speech i feel like they should have like the because it's how these break down it's it's ted lasso it's the crown like yeah these shows are gonna win basically sweep their categories yeah if you just have them roll one by one of like all right it's time for the queen queen's gambit or whatever the and crown this is what they win 
but everybody still gets a speech. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I like it this way better. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the Queen's Gambit won limited series and they also won a directing as well. Um, and then the crown came and just basically took everything in the drama series. So they won best drama. They won lead actor, Josh O'Connell, lead actress, Olivia Coleman, uh, supporting actress, Tobias uh, Mendezi. Supporting actress Jillian Anderson, which was not a surprise. We all knew that she was going to win. They won directing and drama and writing and drama. So the crown just sweeped it. And my favorite part, because they were in London when they got announced, um, they were about two or three seconds behind us. So they were just sitting there and they looked like they're just looking at the camera. But we already know they won. But they're about three seconds behind. So they're just looking at the camera. And then it's like their surprise face. So it looked funny because normally you get that surprise face as soon as it's announced. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was loving that. That made me laugh. But um, so that was. Yeah. Jillian Anderson was I figured was a shoe in and the lead actor. He's kind of won everything. So Olivia Coleman, too. But yeah, they were. The crown won everything. Okay, so now Ted Lasso. You guys, did you watch it? The show? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought you did because um, when we went on our Apple, it looks like it's been watched longer than we've watched it. So we were like, Jack watched it to surprise me. No, I, uh, I wish I could have come with a better surprise. I, no. I'm, not that I'm not interested. I'm, I'm going to watch it, but... You know, I just haven't watched it yet. This might be one of my favorite shows I've seen in a really, really long time. It is... Now, it's different than, like, a Yellowstone. So, it's not, like... You know, like, this is... It's funny. It's funny, and it has so much heart. I heard someone describe it as a warm hug, but... Oh, yeah. I heard someone say, oh, adult Care Bears. It is... Okay. So, they won Best Comedy Series, and then Best Supporting Actress, Brett Goldstein... And best supporting Hannah Wadden- Waddenham, who's uh, she was the first award of the night, and her speech was. I mean, there are people that look shocked. She looked sh- like you couldn't even. She couldn't even wrap her head around it. And her speech was. I like when people are like that when they come up on stage and they're shocked, and then they'll be talking. And they'll be like, bah! and they'll say something else, like completely, like they're on a buzz, and then they skip because it's just overwhelmed. They're yeah. so overwhelmed. And it's more of a natural re- reaction than when someone goes. Oh, God, I'm so surprised. Let me pull out my paper. Yeah. Let me check my check my notes here. Like, it, you, you, I have you a, know you're going to win. Yeah. Or you at least had a good feeling you're going to win. Like, I want to know how many people are walking out of that room with a piece of paper in their pocket that they didn't get to read. Yeah. I think my thing for me, and this is just me personally, I would rather get up on stage when I win my award. I'm not sure what I'm going to win for yet. Maybe oh. Emmy, Grammy, because oh. I'm a really good singer. Um, but I would rather get up on stage. It's going to sound terrible, but I'd rather forget people than get up on stage and read off of a piece of paper. No, because... Like, I don't want to forget people. No, but it's better to just go, you know, I want to thank everybody that did this. Like, it's it's too difficult to start naming people because you're going to forget someone. You're totally going to forget someone. But I think people that are have someone who have won, they have to understand that. And they have to just, like, obviously when you're up there, you're it's like a surreal moment. Anyway, she was my favorite. I love this girl so much on the show. And then lead actor Jason Sudeikis wins now I can't even describe to you his character might be one of my favorite characters I've ever seen he is so positive and happy and the show is like we when I say heart and stuff like it's 
it is it's just like nothing I've ever seen before like it has it just has the characters are so good and the writing is incredible and it just it really it makes me really happy like dad and I watched about four or five episodes yesterday and it's like my favorite thing to do like or actually almost caught up which I'm sad about but because it's a week to week now yeah, because so everything they're winning for is for season is for season one as they're in season two. I know it's and they're going to for sure win like it because I was scared when we got into season two. I'm like, it's not going to be able to stay the same, but they've managed They're They're managing to still keep keep like it hasn't it hasn't dipped like where you're like, oh, it's not as good. It's still just as good. And it's just yeah, like you just have to, everybody should watch it. I, I can't stress enough how much i love this show okay um mare of Easttown. another thing you didn't watch i know you gotta watch this one is such a well done it's a limited series or it's under the limited series or movie category it is um it is so so well done because like i've said before when i brag i can usually figure this this stuff out of who did what i could not figure this out the way they've set this story up there are so many, um, there's so many stories and characters and it, it just, it's not a clear path for sure. Kate Winslet, absolutely incredible. Like one of the best performance I've ever seen for a drama. Okay. So let's not, we're not dissing Ted Lasso here, but for a drama. So she wins, uh, lead actress, supporting actor, Evan Peters wins and then supporting actress, Julianne Nicholson. Now Julianne Nicholson is the one that gets up and she reads from a paper. I love her in the show. I'm not dissing her, but I don't, I don't feel it's as a genuine shock when you get up there with a piece of paper, because then you're like, I totally, I know it's going to win, but she did seem shocked. And yeah, anyways, I should, I, I would like to know the theory of why people do that. Well, that's probably just because they don't want to forget anyone. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I just, I don't know. It just doesn't have that same, like, feel, right? I don't know. Um, And then, so, one of the shows, which I hadn't even heard of until these Emmy nominations came out, and it is called Hacks. And it is on HBO, and it's supposed to be a comedy. I've never watched it. They won lead actress, Jean Smart, writing and directing. They were, the people that got up for writing and directing were the cutest things I've ever seen in my life. Like, she got up. They, again, genuinely shocked because they're up against Ted Lasso and stuff. So most people are like, obviously, we're not going to win. Yeah. Um, but the the director or the writer, I think it was some of the people were the same for the directing and the writing. Um, but the one girl got up and um, I think she was a direct. I think she was the director. But her husband had won before for writing. And so she gets up there and she's like her speech was just beautiful like she was just like you know I'm I'm so in love with you and that's why I married you last weekend and she's like I love you I love you but I am in love with that man and it was just really sweet so I'm definitely gonna check it out because I love Jean Smart and who yeah once Ted Lasso's done I'm gonna have a hole in my heart so Hacks is gonna I'm gonna watch Hacks Okay, so then I guess my only question is, what do I watch first, Mayor of Easttown or Ted Lasso? <gasps> okay, well, I think it depends on your mood. So I'm, I'm, you're not, not you're not, I'm like that. You're just, not swayed by a mood, no. Because Ted Lasso's light and fun, and Mayor of Easttown is heavy and dark. Like they could not be on more opposite ends of a spectrum. So I think it just depends on what you 
what you feel. Like, I think for me, I would do Mayor of Easttown and I would want to end with Ted Lasso because it's just fun and happy. And yeah. But Ted Lasso is also faster because it's only a half an hour and they're just one episode. And I think there's 10 in a season. So it's a it's a faster watch, whereas Mayor of Easttown, I believe like is an hour. eight episodes. And, and I think they're about an hour, seven or eight. Like, there's it's a, it's a limited series, right? So mm-hmm. there's quite a few. I don't know. I love Ted Lasso, though. But, yeah, Mare of Easttown is just really well done. It's just so – yeah, it's, it's hard. They're so different. So it's a hard one. All right. That's it. I love the Emmys. Now we have to wait until – well, I don't know, January if Golden yeah, Globes are happening. Say, why did you – why wouldn't it happen? Oh, because they're making a huge stink. Like, I don't know if people even go to them and stuff because of the um, – so it's based – I think there's, like – um, the Golden Globe Academy or whatever, the people that vote, yeah. there's only like 90 journalists and they're all white. Hmm. And so a lot of people made a very big, and a lot of, I, th- I believe men, like, I think it's very, it's not representative of what it should be. And I think a lot of people, um, like I know Tom Cruise gave back his Golden Globe. Like, I think a lot of people are going to boycott it. However, I think if they make the proper changes in the next, you know, people, you have to be because Tina Fey and and Amy Poehler were the hosts last year, mm-hmm. and it just started getting kind of a lot of traction of like this is really bad and inappropriate, and so they kind of made a few jokes that night. So now they've had a year or they've had nine months. So I hope that they they're making the necessary changes, right? Of everybody feeling a little more represented, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. That's I'm fair. not sure. I hope so, because you know how much I love the Golden Globes. Because you get TV and movies. Like, it's who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. Who doesn't want some Ted Lasso winning everything? <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's my other problem with these award shows, is that yeah. it's you just it, you see shows go on a run. Like, The Crown's been doing it for, what, five, six years now? Yeah. We saw Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, I, I just I feel like it's one of those, you kind of know who's going to win. And then, but then it also, I guess, is good because once you do get that shock of this whatever underdog winning, it is such a cool moment. Like hacks, I'd never heard of it before. So, like, I guess, yeah. But I, I don't. It's hard. I agree with you, but then I also think like if they're the best show, then they're the best show. Like, I just think it's it's just one of those things, right? And then in my mind, I go, okay, well, if this one show is gonna win, I'm I'm not gonna commit three hours of my time to watch Ted Lasso win all these awards. No matter, and I'm not saying I'm not gonna like the show. I'm sure I'm gonna love it, but it's just even even if it was The Mandalorian or Game of Thrones, like it's one of those. Oh, I can just check my phone and be like, okay, yeah, they won this, this, and this, and right. They yeah. even like will post the clip on Twitter of the person winning the award and giving their speech. I know, I know. That's the way your generation tends to watch things now like even we were watching the american music awards and Meg's like well i don't need to sit here because i can just watch the performances online and i was like okay i get it but yeah they're still pretty fun i don't know it's a it's a buzz you're you're kind of in a buzz like it's like you know so if you're just watching like clips it i don't feel like it has the same for me for me it doesn't i i like to be in it like i like seeing red carpet and i like you know i like the whole buzz of everything uh, so do you have like a specific amount of movies or shows um i have um i have like a f- i have a few um what do you want me to just do my tv stuff yeah, yeah since we were talking about the emmys let's let's okay, do tv stay on tv 
Um, okay. So there is, well, first I'm going to say Yellowstone is coming back November 7th. So we're not that far away. We're only like five weeks away from Yellowstone. I really hope they just give me the whole season. Um, there is a show called, I'm trying to do it in order. There's one called Dope Sick coming out October 13th and it is about a, uh, it's Michael Keaton and it's about a drug company. So that one looks really interesting to me. I think I'll definitely check that one out. Um, and then the shrink next door is an Apple TV. I wish I'd written down. I knew, I thought I would remember who was in it, but it's like Will Ferrell, um, Ugh, like I just can't remember it anyways it's on Apple TV and it's on November 12th and I have been hearing about the show for about six months like I've heard a buzz about the show uh so Will Ferrell Casey Wilson Paul Rudd Catherine Hahn uh Sarah Yu Rao uh Cornell Womack yeah so it's a pretty I think it was probably Catherine Hahn it's why I, I knew why I, that stuck out for me but mm-hmm. Paul Rudd like that's a good so that looks like a really good one that's on Apple TV November 12th so that's it's coming up um I definitely want to check out the Wonder Years so they're doing the black middle class family Wonder Years used to be one of my favorite shows when I was a kid and um so that's coming out last night because <laughs> <laughs> we're filming it on that we're filming this on the 22nd and it's tonight started. It, oh, start, it starts tonight it starts tonight but by the time this airs it will be last night so but i'm sure you can find it somewhere else um the probably so besides the shrink next door my biggest one i am so excited for is mayor of kingstown it comes out november 14th and it has jeremy renner and kyle chandler and it looks like oh, mayor i was thinking didn't we just didn't we just see the mayor of east town yeah mayor but, mayor but like a the, mayor but HBO is like M-A-R-E. Yes. I just wanted to clarify for myself. Yeah, that's her name. That's Kate Winslet's name is Mayor. Yeah. But this is Mayor, like the boss. Mayor. Mayor. <laughs> Mayoral candidate. Yeah. It's, um. anyways, it looks really, really good. It looks really fascinating. So Jeremy Renner, I think, is like, kind of runs the town, but he's not he's not the mayor of it like but he runs it so it looks like it's gonna be uh, kind of keep you on your toes and whatever and then the only other one i want to mention is hawkeye which comes out november 24th on disney plus i'm gonna say the trailer didn't make me as excited i thought Haley steinfeld was his daughter it's not his daughter no okay yeah but she's jeremy renner is going on a (laughs) Yeah. Right, man. It just, I understand the theme of it. And maybe by the time we get closer to it, because it's American Thanksgiving and Christmas, which is kind of like the, looks like the theme of the show is Christmas time. Okay. I just, I, it didn't really, like, obviously I'm going to watch it, but like it, there wasn't anything that like, like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier trailer, the WandaVision trailer, the Loki trailer, they like jumped out to me. Yeah. I didn't. Did you watch the trailer for Mayor of Kingstown? No. Okay. So when this is done, you're going to have to watch that. Okay. I and mean, then tell me, I bet you're going to be more excited for that show than Hawkeye. Like for me, when I saw the trailer for that one, I was like, oh, that looks like a good show. Now, maybe I'm building it up too much because um, there's nothing worse than, like I say, like the one show, um, The Shrink Next Door, I've been waiting probably six months for because I've been hearing buzz about it. So it's I might be building it up too much in my head. So. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, and Jack Ryan, season three has just started filming. Wow. Just started filming. I'm so. surprised they're even doing it. What, didn't that end in like 2019? Something like that, yeah. And there that, was, Like they did season two. Yeah. 
but they are filming currently because mm-hmm. I looked it up because there's certain shows like Ozark. They, I think they're done filming, but they have to edit. Like it's yeah, probably, it's not coming out until 2022. So I was like trying to see like, right. When all my shows come back. Mm-hmm. So I don't miss anything. There is, I'm just going to, from reading your list upside down, there's one movie that I'm going to have to call you out for that you're not excited for when we get to it. Uh, if you're, are you done with the, yep. that was your TV shows? Okay. Yep. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any order to this. So um, if I'm saying movies and you just want to jump in with the date. Well, I have some dates, but okay. it's, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just put this list together yeah. randomly. Perfect. Um I'm fascinated by the many sa- many saints of Newark, which okay. is the yes. story of Tony Soprano as a teenager. Yes. First of all, having James G- Gandolfini's son. What? I think that comes out October first. Mm, yeah. Which mm-hmm. I s- no, I'm pretty sure it's like next, like it's soon. Anyways, yeah. Um, not that like it, it made me also think. Well, I kind of want to rewatch The Sopranos before I watch it, but then it's also well, it's a prequel, so I could watch it and then go into The Sopranos after that. My girlfriend's watching The Sopranos over right now too. It's, she's Italian too, so she's got lots to say about it. Man, very very yeah. strong opinions from Italians. Yeah. And the Sopranos. No, she loves it. She loves the show. Uh, we got a new James Bond. No time to die. Yep. I think a lot of people would probably have not reservations, but they kind of go, oh, Daniel Craig's doing another one, which I think is like the whole we could have that conversation about Tom Cruise, too. Like, right. Are they maybe not too old, but have they been doing it for not too long? But like. But then is that really like, could you imagine anyone else in Mission Impossible? Like what no. what they should have done in Mission Impossible. Sh- sorry, going off on a tangent. But mm-hmm. what they should have done is he had a protege a couple of ep- a couple of movies ago yeah, someone like, else we could fall in love with that was there with him that eventually he will take over because yeah. now you can't just have some random person and guy girl doesn't matter yeah. you know it's going to be like people are people are not going to be as receptive to it so no. so he's just going to have to do them forever right he's going to be like 80 and <laughs> jumping from and he would too right yeah. jumping from a building yeah um i think to me the part that should interest everyone is having Remy Malik as the Bond villain. Right. Because we always know the Bond villains are amazing. And we see, like, he has, like, something going on with his face. And, like, I, I just think he's going to be amazing. Yeah. And it's yeah. a Bond movie. You're going to go in there and you're going to have fun. It's a good movie. It's good action scenes. good music. Whatever. Right? Like, it's just, yeah. Like, you don't have to have high expectations for these kind of... They're just there to entertain you. We're not talking, like... Oscar. I know. I was going to say that. But I'm like, maybe... Maybe it could be Oscar. Mm, I, I don't think that... that if, nothing... if, if, if that's people's expectations, then you're going to be let down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, this is going to be the movie I'm going to call you up for because we watched the trailer, or it was just on a commercial, uh, The Last Duel. I know. You're not excited for this. Okay, I'm not. You're right. But it is Matt and Ben Affleck. It's their... Like, they wrote Goodwill Hunting, and now they've written this movie, The Last Duel. And Jodie Comer's in it comer comer um who you know how much i love her from killing eve Mm -hmm. and adam driver so these the setup of the people also directed by ridley scott so you know it's gonna be a little not he's not shaky he's not no shaky um, one he is oliver stone oliver stone yeah 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 so ridley scott yeah i don't yeah you're not excited it's okay to not be excited but it's just because so the story is um, I don't know which way it yeah, is, yeah, but yeah. someone gets accused of raping, and it's it's the last duel. 
to yeah. duel to the death, even though it's two best friends. Yeah. I, I think it's it's between Matt Damon and Adam Driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's okay. not like Jodie Comer. Like, she doesn't have to fight one of them. I, she is, she <laughs> yeah, is the she wife. She is the that, wife that it happened to. That yeah. she alleges. She alleges. So, yeah. I, I'm curious more than anything. Would I go to the theater to see it? Probably not. Ooh. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm about it. I'm, I'm You're there, going to the theater? Like, probably first weekend. Oh, I'm going to come with you then. Oh. Okay. I want to so, go. Uh, if you're going to go to the theater, I mean, I'll probably go. When I, do, we I, don't know when it comes out. No, no. idea. But I, I know I didn't put the date either. I'm a big... I think I realized my thing. So your thing is World War II and Nazis. <laughs> I am like all about medieval stuff. Like gladiator stuff? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just think, especially the way they do it now is it's like so realistic. And we just know whenever this duel happens, it is going to be intense. Epic. It's going to be gory. It's going to be like guts and just like grow it's gonna Slicing be gross yeah it's yeah. gonna be bloody and muddy and gross. it's it's just to me and especially i don't because know how they're gonna do a whole movie about this last duel though like that that's i think where i get nervous yeah it's got to be a lot of build-up like i i think your best case scenario is like the last 45 minutes is the it, whole fight is the duel oh yeah. lord that sounds awful because okay. you got to give some background got to show how good of friends they are yeah it's medieval times so they're probably going to be in battle together right yeah it's yeah yeah all and right then, last duel then they'll duel uh, I think it comes out November if I had to guess, but don't quote me on that, you guys. All right. November. That is officially <laughs> we decided the date. Yeah. Uh, Dune. Dune. October 22nd. Hey, we got a date. Uh, so direct- I'm excited about this. One. Yeah. Directed by uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yep. Good old Canadian director. Yes. Uh, starring Timothy Chalamet, also got some day in there. I think they're uh, quite Oscar Isaac, Jason Momoa, Rebecca Ferguson. Uh, I don't know how to say. It. I think it's Chang Chin and Javier Bardem. It's just the the, sh- the few. one the few that they show. Like I'm sure there's more, but those are just the yeah. So October twenty second. My one hesitation, but I think it's I think it works in the favor of this movie. So not only Villeneuve Villeneuve does or did uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So we already see that he's adapted a story. This is a 1965 novel, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it's been tried twice. Right, right. So this is the third crack we're getting at it. Right. But I, you learn from your mistakes neighbor, from the other yeah. two people. You're like, okay, maybe we can do this. Yeah. And I just think the technology and the CGI, that is on their side. And the people, like you have a stack cast. Like I think sometimes that gets people to movies more than anything. It's just like a, like you have an ensemble there, right? Mm-hmm. So what day? What was the day again? October twenty second, which October twenty second, French Dispatch also comes out. Yeah, the tenth Wes Anderson movie. Yeah, I'm surprised it's that. I guess these like really famous directors really get to be selective. Well, because I was listening to Quentin Tarantino today, which it was an older one. I was just trying to catch up. Um, he likes doing one every three years like he's like no I'm good like he just really likes putting it all into when he does it but he doesn't feel the need to do it every year like he's very like he's like yeah no I'm good I, I think it makes his I think it, it shows you could see the quality because yeah I don't think he's just sitting around for two years and it's like oh all right gotta make a movie in a no, year no he said he's always writing like he's just like he's always he's like very rarely do I get writer's block it's quite the opposite actually like he's got like 
a guy's got a lot going on up there. I would love if Quentin Tarantino would give me like 10 minutes to just like sit and watch him and just go, okay, don't write a specific movie. Just come up with ideas. Just off the top of your head. Yeah. I would oh, love I to like see that. what he does. Yeah. That'd be fun, eh? Because his... Well, I'm sure he's got stories. Yeah. In his all head. All over, right? And probably in his head in the same way Wes Anderson has all these people where it's like, all right, we're back with this movie and Bill Murray's back and Tilda Swinton's back. Yep. And we got a couple newcomers, but it's usually the same people that come back. Yeah. So it's Owen Wilson, Timothy Chalamet's in this, Bill Murray, Francis McDormand. So French Dispatch. I thought it was coming out at Christmas time. I don't know why, but it's October 22nd. So Timothy Chalamet has two movies coming out on the same day. And I'm wondering how that ha- how that works for him. Like if he goes out on a press tour... For like, can he talk about both movies or does he have to go and like have it separate? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I find that fascinating, but I would probably like if I was maybe not in charge, if I was a part of either of those movies, I would want him to keep it separate. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to give like, I don't know. Yeah, I just I don't know why I find it so fascinating. I don't think that happens very often where you have and these are two big movies. It's not like one's like a romantic comedy. Like these are two Wes Anderson. Like these are big movies. So I'm fascinated to see. And then I was like, which movie would I go to? Hmm. I I, as much as I love Wes Anderson, I I think I would see Dune Dune first. First, right? Yeah. Double feature. I could not love that idea anymore. It would be fun. That'd be so fun. We should totally do that. That'd be intense. Right? But we could you could probably spread it. Like they probably have one like early on a Friday. Like you did like a one o'clock and then maybe a six or seven o'clock. Oof. I know. Crazy. Wild. Um I guess because I guess some of them were in order, but uh the Eternals. Yep, I have that one. November fifth. Uh Chloe Zhao. We got Angelina Jolie, Kit Harrington, Richard Madden, Salma Hayek. I'm probably forgetting people, but yeah, it's yes. just it's it's a Marvel movie. It's a Marvel movie. You're gonna you go can. and you're gonna have fun. You're gonna have a good time. Um, Spencer. Oh, I don't have that one. So it's Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. Oh yes, which and is it's that's based all all I care about is just that. It's based on one weekend, too, apparently. Like, it's only, like, it's not like you're seeing her whole life. It's based on what this one weekend, which I don't even know what happened on that weekend. But I think the she has gotten in Con Festival, Cannes. The, the, the weekend, like, you think it's like the weekend? I don't think so. But, um, but her buzz for the, I don't know if it's. Uh, can. Can. For the Cannes Festival, like, people really lost their minds. They were all, like, she did such a good job. Like, she got this huge standing ovation. Like, she's done a really, really good job, apparently. She has the same bone structure, though. Like, I can see it. Like, when they showed pictures, I was like, I can see it. When I saw pictures, I, c- I, can, I could see it. But in theory, I was like, um, what? Because I just read it first. I'm like, she's Princess Diana. Okay, well, obviously, you dye her hair. But then I was thinking of, what's the movie they redid? the charlie's angels didn't she have blonde hair in that because it was like really short yeah it was short and i just i couldn't think of it but once they showed i'm like you know what sure that makes sense yeah i'm i'm in i again i I don't know if i'm like excited enough to go see it in the theater yeah i'm definitely not no but But it's it's it just depends it depends when it's coming out and like what october 22nd (laughs) yeah right it's a triple header uh ghostbusters afterlife i assumed you would be that interested no i don't have that one on my list but 
uh, I think the coolest part is that Jason Reitman's directing it. Oh, I like him. After his dad. Oh, I didn't I write down his dad's name, but his dad was like the original director. Oh, that's adorable. I want to. I'm pretty sure it's Ivan, but I. So his sister, who I can't remember her name, but she does a show called Working Moms and she's the writer and the stars in. And she's I love that family. Like they're just really, really talented. Yeah, Ivan, 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 Ivan Reitman, and uh, there's two. There's two. There's Caroline or Catherine. I think it's Catherine. Oh, oh. I just have to see a picture. Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, her. it's Catherine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's that show's great too. Working Moms. Just see when that one comes back. Uh, and then also, so starring in this movie, Finn Wolfhard and Paul Rudd. Oh, nice, Paul Rudd, eh? Guy who's like a vampire, still looks freaking incredible. Are you ready for me to talk to you about a movie that is not going to be good, but it is going to get marketed to shit? Oh, tell me. So it's called Red Notice. Okay. It's a Netflix movie. Um, It's a like heist. So uh, The Rock is in it. He's like an FBI agent. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Gal Gadot. Okay. Was like the big three that they kind of had yeah. on, on yeah. the poster. Not watching it. I'm just saying, saying that now. Probably, or actually, I shouldn't say for sure. Maybe I'll be interested. But Netflix, it'll be on the front page of Netflix. Everyone will get the buzz to watch it. It'll be in the top tens. So yeah. Then everyone will watch it, and it'll last about a week. Yeah, I just I don't have high expectations because yeah, I also don't know what direction are we taking this movie? Are we right. going serious? Are we just going to try to be funny because yeah. The Rock and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. I think they'll try to be funny and I'm funny. Yeah. I don't know. I love his sense of humor, but I guess it depends. I might watch it. Maybe. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Uh, Power of the Dog. Okay. I don't know that one. Uh, so it's Benedict Cumberbatch mm. and Kirsten Dunst. Oh, nice. And it's 1920s Montana. Oh, okay. Didn't even watch the trailer, but I'm like, this is all the information I need. I'm oh, in. nice. I'm, I'm in, in for what, whatever this story's crafted. Because it's like Western. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's medieval and western. I'd say Those are like are my things? two. I can't believe you don't watch Yellowstone then. Probably watch it, but now I think it's just lower on my list. Yeah. Oh, I would. Yeah. There's other ones I would. Yeah. Mayor of Easttown. <laughs> Mayor. Um, King Richard. King Richard. Oh, I like that. I'm like surprising you, you with are? these. So it's Will Smith. So the article one of the articles i read about this movie the first line was no this isn't shakespeare oh okay that was pretty funny but so it's will smith playing richard williams the father of serena and venus williams oh wow it's pretty much all the information i have but i just thought that was really cool that's it right sometimes that's all you need right Mm -hmm. same with uh top gun maverick yeah when's that come out this year yeah Mm. uh tom cruise miles teller yeah, uh, it's Top Gun. Like, would you go to the theater though to see it? Um, I think it would fall into the category of like if there was like nothing else better. Right, I'd probably go see it. I like Miles Teller. I think it'd be good to see. Like some movies just suit. It big would. Screen. It would be good, in the and that's theater. why when we were deciding between Dune and French Dispatch, like Dune, you'd want. I would yeah. imagine you want to see that on a big screen, where French Dispatch you could watch at home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though we're just we're gonna double dip. We're gonna double dip. I love this idea. Uh, House of Gucci. Oh, I did see it. Uh, that's oh, don't tell me her name, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna tell you. I was gonna <laughs> let you work that out. So yeah, she, uh, her and Adam Driver. Yes. Uh, so Adam Driver plays Gucci. Yeah. And she, Lady Gaga, plays a former, uh, 
I think they said it was like a conniving advisor. Okay. So I imagine there's some stabbing in the back mm. of some kind. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I'm going to say, I wrote this down because I want to see, is Lady Gaga going to be good enough to go two for two? Right. Oscar nominations for movies. Ooh, exciting. That's a good challenge. That is a good challenge. Uh, I mean, obviously then, I didn't write anything down just besides the name, but who? how could you not be excited for Spider-Man No Way Home? Spider-Man, December 17th. Opening day. Yara, you're gonna go? I think I think I have to. Depends what day it is though. I don't what if you're working or something? You're gonna take it off? Uh I'll just quit. <laughs> There's priorities, yeah, right? I gotta go see this movie. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of movies to see. We do, I know. I'm excited. But yeah, obviously this the third the third iteration. I, I think also I'm tempering expectations. Don't expect toby mcguire and andrew garfield to be in it because if they are then it's a pleasant surprise but if you have those expectations of this is what the new movie needs to be good you're not going to be happy yeah yeah for well because sure. andrew garfield keeps denying it yeah well what's he gonna say maybe yeah toby, not say that but then also my favorite part was that if it is true because i'm just gonna quantify it qualify it this way of uh, uh, JV Smoove in an interview they were asked oh like which Spider-Man are you excited to see him with like kind of they asked the question implying that they're in it right and maybe he just didn't hear it but he was like oh Tobey Maguire right and I was like okay if it if they are in it that's pretty funny right right if, if they're not then uh, I guess he probably just didn't hear the question yeah maybe in the way they asked yeah in the way they asked it yeah for sure uh any any other movies um, I missed I have Don't Look Up that is um it's Adam McKay and it's Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet oh, in yeah. it as well. Apparently he's just has worked nonstop. So that comes out on Christmas Eve, which we generally have a rule that we go on Christmas Day. We go to the movies. So it could be our Christmas movie. But I thought it was a Netflix movie. Oh, I think it's coming out in both. Oh, so I mean, we could just hunker down here. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm. Well, we have to see. I don't know what else is coming out on Christmas Day, so I just want to see what's coming out. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Any anything else? Oh wait, we gotta pick our pick our movies. Next week, movies. Okay, I have number twenty-one. Number twenty-one. That is a Clockwork Orange. (laughs) Yay! You are not gonna like me. (laughs) You might. Okay. Just, just trying to be honest. Yep. No, you know me well, so. Oh, I picked up two. Uh, well, why don't you just see what they both are? And we'll, we'll choose. Based I'll drop this one. Okay. Okay. Watch it. Number thirty-three. Emily. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie. Okay. I just want to make sure I was saying it right. Yeah. So, are we looking at another? Is is Emily like is like happy movie? Um. I believe it is. Yeah. Like, I just remember, I remember what the poster looks like, but yeah, I don't, it's not, oh, oh, let me see. Romance (laughs) rom-com? Like, it looks like a kid's movie. It's definitely not a kid's movie. No, yeah. I don't think it's a kid's movie, but. It's French? Yeah. I think there's subtitles. Uh, Despite being caught in her imaginative world. Sounds like my kind of movie. It does. It sounds like what was the Your other face one? Is so funny. You're the like, one oh with God. the like eyes, eyes for hands. Oh, not Coraline. No, it was one of these movies. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of feels like we're in that territory. 
<laughs> I don't. I haven't seen Clockwork Orange in a while, but I just mm. I remember it not yeah. being not yeah. being the best. Yeah. Not like not like not good. Just might might be more of a city of God situation. Boy, all right. Well, I know I know it's something to do with gangs. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> got anything else? I got nothing else. All right, and besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.